be ready for that. <laughs> Hi, Shannon Grimm with Shannon Grimm and Partners, Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. Today I'm joined, as always, by Michael Stanley, because he's the only one I can count into doing this every episode, and uh, by Jake Brenneman. And then we're also joined by Ryan C. Seagraves. Sorry, we just had this conversation, too. We made it more confusing by going over the spelling a bunch of different ways. Ryan is the owner of THI Handyman, and he does a lot of different handyman services, and we're going to see today what all he does. So what is the favorite project you've done? Favorite project? Well... Well, first off, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. I Thanks really for coming. I appreciate the Sorry. opportunity to be here <laughs> with you guys. It's always fun hanging out with your team. Um, you know, favorite project, always, boy, it's hard to say. Um, we've been on so many of them. I, I'll tell you one thing I'm really excited about right now is actually I've got a guy coming over with a 1973 Airstream. He's going to drop Ooh, off at my house very on cool. Friday. We're going to tear it out uh, all the way down to the studs and rebuild it. So that's very cool. That's that sounds sweet. like a really fun looking project. Forward to it, yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone always raves about the work that you do, so I haven't heard anything remotely negative about what you do. So you seem to have your act together and everything and know what you're doing. And um, also, I like the fact that when you think it's a project that's too big or something that you don't really specialize in, you're willing to pass that off to someone else and not get in over your head doing it. So. Yeah, well, I mean, that. I think that's honestly, that's the key to our success, especially. We're, we're a small business. It's me me and one other guy. He's my brother-in-law. Um, we're, we stay pretty darn busy, but I think honesty is the number one thing. We just got to let everybody know, like, this is what we can handle. Right. This is what we should not touch. Uh, we're mostly limited by a couple small things like um, electrical licensing uh, and plumbing. We can still do quite a bit of electrical help, uh, mm-hmm. swapping out outlets or... Um, you know, change a ceiling fan or something like that. Um, and plumbing, we're, we're really not limited too much in plumbing. Uh, but here in Ohio, a handyman really does not require any type of specific License. licensing for most jobs. Um, we can do pretty much any type of bathroom remodel, kitchen remodels, um, any type of flooring projects, windows and doors. I usually tell everybody anything under the roof. Okay, you know, we, cool. we can we can probably help with it. Well, and we enjoy working with vendors who are honest and upfront about things. So, the the worst thing for us is when we refer a vendor and the vendor does get in over their head, and then it's kind of hard for them to get back out of that, and it makes us all look bad. So we like the fact that you know your limitations, whatever they may be, and you're like, no, I'm good. So well, we appreciate that, that that goalpost changes all the time. You yep. know, we're 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 learning. We've been in business about five years now. Um, we're just still trying to get get a hold of you know, people. Ask me constantly. Well, what's your favorite thing to do? And I, I, we don't really have that nailed down. What we like to do is solve problems, uh, whatever that may be. If you've got an issue in your home, you need some home repairs. We could probably help. Okay. Probably help. I love that. So, what's THI stand for? True Home Investments. It actually started out as a um, uh, our rental business. We own some rental properties. Uh, over in Pickaway County. Um, when I, I left my job five years ago, kind of on a... That's scary. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> with no clients, no anything. Um, well, we were going to... I just read read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I don't know yeah. if you guys have read that yeah. one. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, love it. And, and uh, man, it, it changed my vision of what a, 
a job or what, mm-hmm. what all those things could mean, what a lifestyle could mean. Mm-hmm. And so we just literally attacked it. I just, I, I gave my employer like six months notice and I was operations manager at the time. So like I was in control of quite a few things. Um, I didn't want to leave them stranded. I also didn't want to leave myself stranded because again, right. you know, didn't have really any experience even. Um, but we were going to buy rental properties and, and um, I was going to be the one to fix them all up and, and move on. Turns out it was a little more difficult to buy rental <laughs> properties than what we thought. They're just kind of harder to find. Yeah, um, yes, they are. You know, you got to find them, you got to yes. fund them, and you got to rehab them. All mm-hmm. that takes time and it all takes money. Um, so in the meantime, what we started doing was just kind of offering services to our community rather than just working on our own properties. And it slowly kind of snowballed into where it is now. And I just, over time, I really found a love for, for Handyman, just, you know, just offering that service to the community uh, being a part of the community and building relationships has just it's changed everything and now we're just really full force into it unfortunately my real estate business has kind of taken a it's just slowed down it's, a it's back slowed seat. down yeah <laughs> and uh not not that we want to but it's just it's just how it's been you know handyman's been a lot of fun so well and a lot of times what real estate agents get into the business of real estate to buy properties but then they find they actually like the you know helping people buy and sell properties more than the buying and holding and flipping and all that stuff and then if they do go into that buying and trying to flip it usually takes them out of the industry for like six months and either they'll decide to do it again or not do it again because they know it's going to take them out of the business so you kind of you do have to focus on it because it is something that takes a lot of time and effort so but yeah doing your handyman business at least that's uh been good for you and it's a family business huh yep yep me and my wife uh my two kids you'll you'll see often um i i do have a i try to keep up on instagram and and facebook and we we do have a tiktok now too Um, (laughs) but yeah you'll you'll see my family you'll see my kids out there i got nine-year-old twin girls um they'll have screwdrivers in their hand or they'll be hauling out trash or or cleaning stuff up uh, my wife's involved every day, helping helping to run the books. Um, like I said, my brother-in-law just got involved here about four or five months ago. Um, he left his career after like 15 years of building computer training courses online. Oh, wow. A cool. um, little different. Yeah, yeah. a little different. Uh, but he wanted to get away from a desk and said, Man, let's just give this a try and see what happens. And, and uh, so far, it's been working out really well. We're having That's a lot amazing. of fun together. That's okay. very cool. Yeah. I like the name, though, because repairing your home, renovating your home, it's an investment. It's an investment. It's, and people don't realize if you let some of these repairs go by, it starts to snowball. And then yes. it, it creates more issues, more issues. And then all of a sudden the cost to fix something has exponentially gone up. Your home value might be going down. But keeping up with these things keep, keeps your home value up. And if they keep appreciating, it's a great investment. Yeah. Yeah. People just don't realize that. I was thinking about that the other day. Like people don't understand that, you know, sure, you qualify to buy this, you know, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar home, but it truly is the biggest investment you'll make. But you still have to maintain that investment. And it just boggles my mind how many people just let it go. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 easy to let those things go when you're thinking about that right now expense. Right. You know, um, I think about I think about it all the time where you know people are walking around with a thousand dollar cell phone in their pocket. They got mm-hmm. the newest shoes. They didn't have any problem spending that money on right. those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they consider the area that they live in, and, and uh, you know I was talking about it, I think with you one morning where 
you know, you, you walk in and there's things in your house that just drive you absolutely crazy, mm-hmm. right? If they're just out of place, if there's that piece of trim that's not painted right, or there's that rotted fascia board on the outside that just, or that leaking thing that is just, you know, is driving you crazy, but it's a lot easier to just get on Facebook and let the time go right. by and, and uh, you know, not mess with that. But boy, it can really add up quickly. And whether you want to sell it now Obviously, you're, you can't sell a house that, that has those type of imperfections. It's really difficult. You, well, you, guys you can know sell that. it at a loss. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. And a it's massive take loss. forever to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's um, if you're not planning on selling, you're planning on living there. Like, you have to live with that. You know how quickly mold can start to accumulate in your house if you've got a leak under your sink that hasn't been addressed or, or how often um, electrical fires occur or how often... Uh, fires occur because people don't clean out the the uh, the lint the lint drafts mm-hmm. or they yeah. or the yeah the duct all the way out to the side of the house. I mean that's like this. I think the second or third most common. I was gonna house say fire. the the three most common house fires are the lint trap, the um, fans in your bathrooms, the old ones, and then um, electrical fires usually around stoves stuff like that. So yeah, those are like the worst things. But um, it just it, it amazes me also how some people live. So, there's that. <laughs> Some people don't want to make the changes they need to. Right, right. But, but it's, uh, it's true about fixing, renovating for selling, especially now. The market has changed. We're more of a balanced market. People don't market. want to do anything. People, people think it's two years ago still mm-hmm. where you're going to have 10, 20, 30 people knocking down the door. Doesn't matter what the house looks like. Doesn't matter what condition it's in. Someone's going to buy it, and they're going to buy it probably over list price. That's not how it is anymore. It, it, you need to have a very presentable home. You need to have the updates. It, if you're not going to update it, at least needs to be clean and everything needs to be fixed and working properly. Cleaning does a whole lot for a property. Cleaning does a whole lot, but <laughs> having, like you said, that piece of trim that's you know just a little bit off or mm-hmm. the paint you know needs repainted or you know you need to redo some of the exterior if it has wood on the outside, rotted wood, it's, it's all important. And that's why someone like you is so valuable for people who are trying to sell their home. It's, yeah, it's a because, huge thing. Like people will look at that stuff. So like a potential buyer will come into the home and they'll look at a project that you may have, you know, tried to do a do-it-yourself project, but you didn't quite get it done. And they'll look at that and they'll look at the other projects you probably started and didn't get done and be like, what else did they not do? Mm-hmm. What else is going on behind the scenes that they didn't do? And it freaks people out. And, it, you know, just the smallest things you wouldn't think would turn people off from a house, but it will. Because if the next house has everything, you know, tip top shape and presents itself where well, then you're going to lose to that house. And then what they'll do is they'll even trim makes a yeah, big difference. It does. And it'll sit for a while. Mm-hmm. Someone will come in and say, well, this has been sitting. I can get a, a lower price, so I'm going to lower it down this much. But then I'm going to overestimate how much it's going to cost to repair all this, so I'm going to lower it by that much more. Well, they don't and think they're the overestimating. They, they don't, they don't no. think they're but overestimating. But, like, you know, when you, when you decide to install flooring yourself and you don't, you know, measure twice, cut once, you just cut it and then it's short and you don't put the quarter round in. And then you start to, you know, get the dirt and the stuff in there. People look at that and they're like, oh, my God, I have to replace the whole floor. Just hire Ryan to put in some quarter round. 
Or cut it right the Pick first time. You know? Yes. <laughs> Get, getting it cut around the door jams is one of like my biggest pet peeves. When oh you, my you look god. Under there yes, and you see mine too. The gap, gap. right there in that that just that little quarter inch of a spot. But you know, I know I'm not the only one. I know it's 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 easy for somebody when, especially when you're living in the house, it's mm-hmm. easy to overlook things. Mm-hmm. But when you go to sell that house. That's the first thing people, people will see. A lot of people are they will Maybe see your everybody. imperfections. Yeah, but they're they're going to see that, and then as soon as they see that, they're going to start looking around for more stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. and then what else didn't they do? What else did they mess up? And I forget who it was. We did have someone. I'm like, we really need to like tattoo on their forehead, measure twice, cut once. Like everyone should memorize that. <laughs> but it's valuable if you're considering listing your home. You know, if first thing you should do is come up with a list of what you think needs done in the home. And we're really good at those lists as long as you yeah. don't get offended by our list. Correct. Yeah. Just know so we're yeah. not saying it to be mean. We're saying right. it to help. You have a real estate agent come out, preferably from our team. Us, shannongram.com, <laughs> as Stanley would normally interject. <laughs> we come out. We take a look at the house. We tell you you know, where the market is currently, what we think the house is worth, and what it could be worth. And we come up with a list of what you should do to to get it listed what should be cleaned up what should be fixed and it's huge to be able to you know refer someone like you who can come out and service their needs or if it's something big and you can't handle it honestly say hey well, he this can do is the your... big projects it seems. oh i know but if it's something <laughs> that's outside of his scope, scope. i should say there you go he could refer to somebody else mm-hmm. so that's that's huge and people don't realize they're going to get the most out of their house in a situation like that. You got to put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy to get caught up in what we call the hairy homeowner fixes. (laughs) Um, And there's a big difference. It's it's really visible when you walk in and you can tell when something's been done by a professional because it's Mm -hmm. unnoticeable, right? You don't, it's like, it's like, what's the, the haircut thing? A good haircut, nobody notices. Right. But if it's the same with a repair, you know, if, if you're going to walk in, you see drywall repairs or that piece of cord around that just didn't get quite cut right. You just look at it and you're like, you installed this yourself, didn't yeah. you? Like, I know yeah. you were trying to save a buck. Well, it sticks uh, out like it really, problem. it really goes a long way, especially when it comes to resale value. I mean, that, that yep. $100 or $500 that you could have paid me to come in and make it look really nice goes a long way when it comes to somebody coming through and are going to make an mm-hmm. offer for thousands of yeah. dollars you know because people that doubt how well the house, house has been maintained mm-hmm. yeah. i mean that's what it comes down to is they're not confident that you maintain the house in the way it should have been maintained mm-hmm. so well it could crazy. be the difference between one offer and five offers or no offers well yes of course and but like offer, so. certain people are going to walk in and immediately right. be turned off it's from off. the house because of something versus you have a bunch of different offers because everything was done correctly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's, you know, you can get a better price that way, of course. And we, as a team, we look under the rugs, too. So if you've listed your house and there's a rug in an odd place, we will look under it. I'll move mm-hmm. it. Uh, usually there's a reason for the multiple rugs or the odd rugs in the weird locations. It's because someone is trying to hide that do-it-yourself flooring project. <laughs> it's amazing how many of those I've ran into over the years. Yeah. So. It's just crazy. But, you know, I'm glad to know you can do so many different things and everyone just raves about you and what you do and you're a great guy too. So, and it's cute to see, you know, pictures of your girls doing some work too. You got to teach them early, teach them to be independent. I love that. Yep. Yeah. 
yep. especially girls so. teach them to be independent they can do their own minor repairs it's, it's hard you know right now is a, is a difficult time um, we want to grow we, we want to continue to grow and it's it's finding people that want to get into the trades mm-hmm. and aren't afraid to get in there and get dirty like i i love my job i enjoy it thoroughly i when i leave my the day i am fully satisfied i have oftentimes we're, we're helping out an elderly person or a mm-hmm. widow or somebody just anybody in our community who needs help and when, when we leave at the end of the day it it almost always feels really good um we want to be able to share that with some some of the younger generation. Mm-hmm. We want to share what we've learned. Uh, we want to be able to show them that you, you, I, I'm, I'm all for anybody who wants to go to college and get their college education. And, and if you if you know what you want to do, go. Go do that. Um, if you don't know what you want to do, you might really enjoy getting into the trades. Um, you might really enjoy well, a lot of job the feeling there. of fixing your own how I mean that's literally how I started my business is I bought a house when I was 22 years old it was kind of a dump <laughs> it was kind of a dump and I couldn't afford to pay anybody to fix it mm-hmm. so it was just like got on YouTube and like well I think we can do this drywall repair if you went back and looked at that today it would be awful it'd be that hairy <laughs> hole but you made a great investment at 22 about. though that's a great yeah. investment at 22 yeah it worked out great yeah worked out great and actually that's what allowed us to buy the the equity that we made off of that first house was what allowed us to buy our first rental property which is now paying us well yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. it has worked out really well um and it's and it's opened other doors for us to to continue um some people can afford to just walk in and pay somebody to do all those fixes mm-hmm. um we weren't in that position, so we figured it out ourselves. And what we have gained from that is just invaluable. It's been totally invaluable. It's been a lot of fun. I always encourage anybody who who knows they need repairs around their house, maybe you should attempt it. Mm-hmm. Know your limits. Know yes. your limits. <laughs> know, you know? Your, know your limits and have his number handy yes. <laughs> when you and, hit those limits. Yeah. And if you think you're, if you're not sure where that limit is, call me anyways. Call me anyways, because I'm happy to talk about it. I'm happy to talk to you about what I will do in the in the case that, that you don't want to do it. I'll walk you through exactly how. And if you decide, hey, I'm feeling big today. I'm feeling froggy. I'm going to leap at it. You know, and it happens all the time. I get those calls every day. Leap. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. If I can help in any way, I'm happy to do that. Worst case, Ryan will fix it after your attempt. Which happens all the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thanks for joining us today. Uh, why don't you tell everyone how they can get a hold of you, and he will answer his phone, unlike most contractors, or he'll at least get back to you. Um, so that's the biggest problem today is finding a handyman that will call back. Yeah, so. well, and I'm glad you mentioned that. I will call you back. There is a 90% chance I'm not going to answer your phone call when but you, you, when you do back. because I am either my hands are swinging a hammer or I'm holding, hopefully holding one of my kids' hands walking through the park and we're spending time together. So I don't answer the phone all the time, but I promise I will call you back. Um, you can visit us at our website, www.thihandyman.com, or follow us on Instagram, at True Home Investments. Um, Facebook, I think, is at THI Handyman. Okay. So that's the best and way. And now TikTok. Yeah. And now TikTok. Yeah, at at True Home Investments. Okay. And did you give out your phone number? 740-206-9637. All right. And as always, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, or whatever else there is out there. Hit that notification bell. There you go. At Shannon Grimm Realtor. Thank you. Have a great day.